Hello, everybody. I am your Symbiote host. My name is Sawyer. And before we get into this retro episode of RCA Studios, I want to let you know about all the awesome ways you can connect with us. Now, everything that's in this um, in this retro podcast, uh, all these come from way back in 2015. And uh, some of the stuff that we say isn't necessarily applicable or up to date now. Uh, so I wanted to come on here and tell you about the ways you guys can connect with us deeper here at RCA Podcast and RCA Studios in general. Uh, we are still on Facebook, though, actually, with the same URL. That's Rebel Comics Alliance. We are on Instagram at RCA underscore studios. We're on Twitter at DDO Comics. And we also have a website that has the best prices on uh, back issues of comic books, retro video games, and pop figures, and that is at www.ddocomics.com. It's been a while. Um, Since the last time we've been on here, we have launched RCA Studios, which is awesome, and we have several podcasts underneath that umbrella. You can find all that information on our Facebook page. We have uh, RCA Studio YouTube page. We have Nick's Click, who you guys know Nick. He's the co-host of RCA podcast. He has his own YouTube channel. Make sure you check that out. That's Nick's Click, like C-L-I-Q-U-E on YouTube. So without further ado, I want to thank you guys so much for clicking on this retro episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I know that way back in 2015, we really enjoyed making it. So let's go ahead and go back in the past and check out RCA podcast. Peace. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rebel Comics Alliance. We're your symbiote hosts. My name is Sawyer. Shock. And you guys are in for quite the treat tonight. <laughs> um, serving but, it up hot. Serving it up hot like a pocket. Um, a hot pocket. We got we got quite a bit to talk about tonight. We got we, There's a lot of stuff that happened this week. The new Daredevil trailer, um, the segue into next week, Gotham. Pats won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to talk about that. The only time I want well, we to get you on. We could talk about our predictions, and I was completely off. Well, not too bad. I, I, I had to I had to run it for it for a while. If you listen to last week's podcast, I said twenty one fourteen Seahawks, and it was there for a while. I don't know what I guessed, but I know I was six <laughs> off. My final guess at the Super Bowl party was I was six off. Yeah, and we went to your place to watch that, and and it was good. <laughs> Lots of food, but yeah, back back to comics. There, there's a lot that happened this week. Um, like I said, Daredevil, and there's a, there's a lot with Gotham. I read some good books this week. Jurassic World trailer. Jurassic. Oh, that was that was probably the best part of the Super Bowl. That was the best part, and you missed half. Of it. I missed half of it. Here's what happened. Okay, they said, "All right, we're gonna go upstairs. We're gonna get started for dinner." And Chuck stayed downstairs because um, I don't think he wanted to miss any commercials because we didn't know when it was coming. I could sense it coming. He could sense it coming. <laughs> and uh and uh i i went upstairs because i was hungry i'm a big boy i like to eat and I, I went upstairs and then i looked up at the tv screen and it was halfway through it and i ran downstairs faster than i probably probably faster than i've ever run in my life you just appeared i disappeared so i so i got to watch half of it and i had to watch the rest of it um on youtube but that's fine but we'll get into that a little bit yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll later. talk about that, and then we have our awesome versus segment this week. Mm, that was that was user submitted. Am I right? User, <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, and then um, we'll get into our top five um, later on, and then we'll wrap out the week with um, another trivia question. That's right. So, um, with that being said, Daredevil. What are your thoughts? I, I, I'm not going to lie. It got me excited to watch it on Netflix. The trailer, when somebody told me that it was just coming out, that they're doing a Daredevil series, I was thinking, Ugh. Yeah. The movie wasn't that good. <laughs> no. But the trailer for the TV series looks really good. It I looks agree. looks like it's going to be darker. It's almost got like a <clears throat> Gotham feel to it. And they're releasing all the episodes at once, if I understand right. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I... I think I may have read that, but I think it may have been wrong. They yeah. release all the episodes at once. Maybe on Netflix, they don't do a weekly release, do they? Did they with like I don't know. But anyway, what do we know about this Daredevil series? There's one thing that I know, and that Kingpin is going to be uh, the series main villain, which mm-hmm. isn't that much of a surprise. 
Well, <clears throat> for those of you out there who don't know much about Daredevil, his name is Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. He was blinded by radioactive material trying to save a stranger about to get hit by a truck. Um, he went blind, but his other senses were sharpened to superhuman sharpness. Radar sense is basically his main go-to, what he was, mm-hmm. what his calling card is. Um, he's a lawyer by day, but protects and guards Hell's Kitchen by night. Um, he appears in 3,316 issues. Uh, his rights, the TV yeah. rights, belong to Fox, 20th Century Fox. Right, right. And, and one thing that got me really excited about this is that they're drawing from Frank, Frank Miller's storyline, The Man Without Fear, which I don't know. I love Frank Miller. I, I, I love his writing. I, I love um, basically everything he's done. I, I can't think of a bad um, thing that I've read personally that Frank Miller did. Um, but your thoughts, do you think we'll see Elektra in there, um, after a while, or do you think she'll be there in the beginning? Well, if it's not Jennifer Garner, then I hope we don't. (laughs) No, I'm sure she'll she'll get snuck in because she's a huge part of the series. She has to be, right? Yeah. I mean, you look at how effective this series is going to be, is how interested they keep people into it. And I mean, you're going to have to bring in characters that people are familiar with and expect in this series. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's good that they're bringing Kingpin right off the bat because that's his main... He's going to be the main villain. That's the main yeah. villain, yeah. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, that, that was big news this week. And, and I, I think I sent you a link right after I saw it. And I was like, man, we got to talk about this. Did you see the cast of it? Have you seen who's Yeah, I can't it? remember his name. The that's guy, how important he is. <laughs> all right, I got a line up here. Yeah. Let me show you. <laughs> Charlie Cox is the guy playing. Oh, Daredevil. Charlie Cox! Yeah, yeah. Um, he played in Stardust, which, if you've watched mm. that, it's better to get dust thrown in your eye than watch that movie. Deborah and Deborah Ann Wall plays. Okay, Deborah Ann Wall, of course. She's on True Blood. Yeah, we know Elvin her. Ben Henson played on the Butterfly Effect. Oh, with uh, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, which he grew up an hour and a half away from me. Can mm. you hear my ice cubes? Your drink sounds like it's probably refreshing. What the? Keep going. Rosero Dawson plays in it. She played on Sin City, Seven Pounds, Death Proof, and Men in Black. Men in Black? Two. Two. She's the one that Will Smith falls in love with and she has to go. Well, who doesn't fall in love with Will Smith? True, but she was like an alien and she had to be shipped away. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Her parents died. I'm with you. I'm with and you. then the guy who's playing Kingpin play is Vincent D. Onfrio, and he played on Law and Order, but he also played on Men in Black One. He was the farmer from the first one. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Well, that's what we know about Daredevil so far. Um, if we're missing something, let us know. And with and also, um, we just want to thank you all for your feedback this week. We got leaps and bounds more downloads than we expected we were expecting like five downloads <laughs> yeah. and, and we're nearing a hundred and so we just want to say thank you uh for listening and if you came back for the second episode you rock if you didn't uh go fly kite <laughs> well, they'll never know they'll never know but but that's the thing they're not rebels because rebels are supposed to unite that's right we don't so die. uh you want to talk about jurassic park oh man Let's see here. Or what, what do you want to talk about? What do you got next in your lineup? I'm just going what I have on Well, I just had a few quotes from the cast. Okay, bring it on. All right. A few quotes from the cast of Daredevil. Oh, yeah, duh. Charlie Cox. <clears throat> His description of Daredevil is that he's not strong, he's not invulnerable, but he's a man who pushes himself to the limit in every aspect. Well, of course. He has to push himself to the limit because if he doesn't, then he's... Not special. He's not... He's he's just handicapped. Yeah. And then he says, one thing you guys can expect who are going to watch the series is that it's going to have a lot of Catholicism in it. Oh, that makes sense. That's going to be a huge part. Yeah, you saw in the trailer, Forgive Me, Father Fryson. I'm I'm not... I'm not confessing... Or I'm confessing what I'm about to do or whatever. So basically the series um, is going to revolve around, around his, his religious ideas and how he is kind of justifying what he's doing. His moral His struggles. moral his moral structure yeah. kind of is is what's going to be at play. It's going to be kind of the underlying story. Um, 
of 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 this series because he's a lawyer by day, which he has to abide by the laws. But then at night, he's taking law into his own hands. Right. So, yep. man without fear. And I don't know. Does he have kind of a Punisher vibe going with him, where he kills? Um, I don't know. No, no, I don't think he has the same um, reputation. Kind of, because you look at Punisher, he has he just has like a vendetta, and he, he has kind of a no mercy aspect. And when you see Daredevil go into confession, you can tell that he has some some uh, feeling of remorse, or that he he's struggling with the idea of whether he's doing right or wrong. Um, Punisher doesn't really have that. Um, no, he doesn't. So. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, yes, I think that Daredevil is a vigilante. I would say Punisher is a vigilante, but I would say that they are on two different ends of this huge spectrum of moral of, of a moral compass. Exactly. Especially if I mean, it's based around his religion, around his beliefs. He's not right. going to be <laughs> busting caps on people <laughs> like the Punisher. Exactly. So yeah, very good. All right, so yeah. now on to Jurassic Park. You're done with Deadpool? All right, What did you write down the names of the dinosaurs? Echo, Charlie, Delta, and um, no, what was the fourth one? Blue. Blue? Blue. Was it blue? It's on our website. It's on, Yeah, check out our website, rebelcomicsalliance.com. I don't have the I don't have the Velociraptors memorized, but... I think that was the Velociraptors' names. Yeah, but those were, yeah. Echo, I'm saying. I don't know. You blue, know. I don't Delta, know. Charlie, or something like that, some... Um, but Indominus Rex, man, did you see his eye in the background? I did. That was probably the coolest part. That's got to be that. Um, he's like smart. Like yeah. he's a smart dinosaur, man. He is. I mean, he's a combination of about four, speculated about five different things. Oh yeah. yeah. T Rex. Basically, the T Rex <laughs> is only used for its size. Yeah. That's what he's and strength, in. maybe. Yeah, and then he's got a Velociraptor, about three or four other different ones, and cuttlefish and a snake have been thrown in there. Hmm. But that's just speculation until the movie comes out. We don't know. Right, right. But I mean, what we see, what we have seen, what we can conclude from the the video is that it's almost given fact that Chris Pratt has control over those four rounds. Yeah, and that, and I, I hope he brings kind of the same comedic vibe he brought to Guardians a little bit into yeah. into Jurassic Park. But that be far, it's well, been really serious. And yeah, but that would be a new light to Jurassic Park that we haven't seen. Kind of like in most Marvel movies before, we hadn't really seen that kind of comedy. That I, I hope I hope we get that in, in Jurassic Park. Yeah, quirky because Chris Pratt is a quirky character, oh, yeah. and to make him not quirky, I think is taking away from his acting ability. But that's my opinion. Well, I mean, if he does, they haven't shown it in the, any of the previews. Right, yet, right. Which and, and everything he's been in is very, very serious. And there, there's going to be more to come, and I'm sure we'll be we'll be. Ha and that comes out July or something. June twelfth. June twelfth. Because that's the day for my sister's birthday. Ooh, and which I one? The promise her that we were going to watch it. Uh, oh. <laughs> my youngest sister. Okay. Blonde hair. Blonde hair. Gotcha. Purple eyes. Cool. Yeah, purple man. Speaking speaking of purple, purple man will be in Daredevil. But anyway, mm. he'll be in later. Is what's been said. Um, so on Jurassic Park, still. Yes. Did you know that Omar Sy? You don't know that. No. Nope. Bishop <laughs> on X Men is also playing oh, on the show. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He's supposed to be like one of the special forces the park hires to be in charge of. Like if things do go bad, he's kind of the military is he gonna, force. Oh, right? gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I wonder who the tech guy is going to be because you remember that yeah. guy who was on Seinfeld, yeah. the, the bigger guy, Newman, Newman, Newman from Seinfeld. Newman. Um, but I'm I'm interesting to see. I'm interested to see how it's going to play out. Um, and and I think we really are in for a treat, and we we're really oh, yeah. are going to enjoy it. These trailers have been I think amazing. Right? Yeah, I agree. And um, how do you rate your Jurassic Park movies? Have you? Ooh. I mean, which one? I mean, obviously the, the first, first. got to be the best. Absolutely. Um, Lost the World. Second one. Yeah. Second, and then Jurassic Park Three. Yeah, Jurassic Park Three. I'd probably rate it in that order. Now, a few rumors that have been floating around about Jurassic Park are that the old parks can be brought into it quite a bit. Huh? When like the setup? Yeah, like. It's Except on the they're... same island as the first one was. Okay. So, and this whole movie, from what I've heard from directors, producers, they're wanting to structure it the same way, have that same feel that the first one had, mm -hmm. where everything's happening in a day. The whole so then it'll be serious and yeah, and everybody's kind of, and then everything kind of falls apart. 
because if you look in the trailer when the pterodactyls are getting away, when you see these flying uh-huh. birds flying away, it's supposed to be the same kind of distraction that he set up when he shot the electricity. It's a distraction so that and they can steal stuff. If right. you notice in the trailer, that was leaked. There was a trailer that was leaked. But it was very quickly retracted. Hmm. You remember the guy on the first one? Yeah. Um, who was in there with the eggs, the incubator? Uh-huh. And he was the Asian guy? Yeah. He's going to be in this. And he's the head honcho. Same guy? Same exactly. Huh. And he's the head honcho in charge of genetics for this one. Interesting. One thing I did think that was interesting was the kind of futuristic feel to this trailer with the spheres rather than rather than the Jeeps and the, the cars driving around. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the gyrospheres? Yeah, the gyrospheres. Yeah. And it's almost got like when you start that new trailer that was shown in the Super Bowl, it has like a SeaWorld feel to it. Yeah, when he was eating there. that great white shark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and that's both. If you go online to our website, you can see where we've posted different maps and layouts that Jurassic World has posted itself. And there's virtual tours. You can click on and see cameras shown on every, mm-hmm. a few animals. They still haven't released all the animals on the park because there's quite a few new in there. Yeah, you saw the Stegosaurus on there. You got running the, behind the spears. T Rex. And Dominus Rex, they're not going to be showing any pictures right. until the movie comes out. Right. Because um, if you look, there were some leakers coming out of the Legos that came out in, that were based on the movie. Mm-hmm. The Dominus Rex had red eyes in the Legos, but in the trailer, yeah. you can see it had yellowish eyes. Very so. Good. Are you good with Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park's good. All right, Gotham. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this with a spoiler alert. If if you didn't really watch this week, um, pause now. And what do you say? We'll dedicate three minutes to this. Yeah. All right. Um. So at 18:25, I'll I'll say we're done. Um. But um, this week I really like. The interaction between Penguin and Don Maroney. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I re- I was I was fired up. I was I was exciting. I was excited. Mm-hmm. I wasn't exciting. <laughs> the new Penguin wasn't going to die. Oh no, or Don Maroney. No, but if one of them was going to die, it's it, gonna be Maroney. Yeah, but um, <laughs> one thing he's like, oh, oh, it almost had the kind of feel that um. You have to be the smartest guy in the room. Yeah. And Don Maroney was the smartest guy in the room. At that particular At that moment. point. Uh, but Penguin Until was really – he was car. really smart um, in, in calling mm-hmm. – um, He didn't panic under pressure. He didn't panic under pressure, which I would have been. Well, he kind of panicked under pressure. But he, but he got himself out, and, that, and, that's, yeah. what, and that's what important. Um, another thing I want to point out, and if you watched it, feel free to share, share your thoughts with us because we have no idea. But who was that guy at the end that was that was charging fish? I know, right? And that they growled fish, at each other? Yeah, yeah, like like cats are our We would like to know that. Yeah, we would like to know that. I tried to research it, I couldn't find anything on it. No, it's like they knew each other. They definitely knew each other. <coughs> yeah. At least that's what they led it up to do. But I couldn't find anything. And then at the end, Penguin and it showed in the preview for this coming episode this coming episode that the Riddler and Penguin stared at each other. Yes, for next week. Yeah, and I want to get into that, but um, I have other highlights that were kind of revealed for the following weeks that I'm really excited about. First off, Scarecrow. Scarecrow, which yes. I think Scarecrow will be that guy's son. Oh yeah. Um, and then Red Hood, Dick Grayson's parents. Those two are are two that have been talked about that are going to be introduced. And I I was reading an article and it said. Um, the, the producer was asked, when will we finally see the Joker? And she said that by the end of this season, we'll get a little scratch of the Joker. But I hope it's not too much. I hope it's not too Honestly, much. Honestly, the more they build around. him up, the better. Yeah. I mean, I love how they've built up. Yeah. You know, you got Penguin. They're building up really well. They're building up the Joker. They're not, I mean, they're building up the Riddler. They're uh-huh. not rushing thus far. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm loving Edward Nigma. I know. Um, but anyway, we've only got a few seconds left. Um, I want to talk about, will Bruce fall into the cave and get oh, swarmed hope. by bats? I hope. And, and, and he'll get this fear of instilled bats. Um, Bruce and Alfred have definitely been the lowest point of them thus far. At the beginning, you're thinking, oh, here we yep. go. This is awesome. But now it's Bruce has kind of been a whiny baby. And we got <laughs> Alfred thinking he's tougher. Than they him. haven't developed much, but there isn't really much to develop until he falls into that cave. And that, I think, is what's going to happen. And then we're going to see the spiraling of Bruce. That's three minutes right there. All right. All right. Woo! All right. That was awesome.
All right. What else? You got Agent Carter? I got Agent Carter. You got Agent Carter. I didn't watch Agent Carter, so all right. this is all you shut. <coughs> Agent Carter. For those of you who do not know much about Agent Carter to begin with, she made her debut in Captain America, as far as films go. Mm-hmm. She made her appearance in Captain America and Captain America 2. Although her second appearance in Captain America was brief because she's, she's old, very old, ancient. <coughs> if that's really her, crusty. If that's really, her. <laughs> yeah, she's very. She's been through a lot. Now she had a love affair. I mean, a love kind of romance going on with Captain America in the first one, mm-hmm. and basically she thinks he's dead. So here we go. This is where this the show picks up, and basically what's happening now. Is the Howling Commandos have been brought into this next episode? So, oh, really? They are kind of what this next episode's based on coming on. Which oh. of those who have seen the first one, that's who Captain America was fighting the Nazis uh-huh. with. I mean, and this Hydra. Is, this is a seven part series, right? I think so, is what they said. Yeah. Now, there's quite a big. There's also other things in here besides the Howling Commandos that fought along with Captain America. You have Edwin Jarvis. Jarvis, who is in this movie, which was also the answer to last week's trivia question that Alex got correct, and that worked out perfectly. Our buddy Alex Brensing won. Uh, but anyway, go on with Agent Carter. So the show's kind of been set up to where Carter's help. Carter helps Howard Stark get out of trouble. Howard gets framed by somebody for selling weapons to the highest bidder to other countries, I guess, to, um, against America, America's okay. enemies. And so Jarvis and Carter are looking for the weapons in order to like dispose them and kind of save Stark. He's in hiding right now. Um, the main group that's kind of the antagonist in this is Leviathan. Leviathan. Hmm. Yes. And their leader right now is Brainus. Now, in Marvel history, agents of this group have their vocal cords cut out. Very so they good. have like a Y shape on their throat. Oh, very good. So they can't talk or they can't be seduced and they're like giving away secrets. So in the comics, a little bit on the Leviathan, they end up getting into a showdown with Hydra and the Howling Commandos, which a rogue Nick Fury joins the Howling Commandos. Uh-huh. Uh, Nick Fury ends up wiping out the Leviathans by activating the soldiers from their hibernation. Somehow they're in hibernation. They're almost like apocalypse after rest so often. Very good. At least this is what the site said. And they're like stars. It's like they had too much energy, so they burned up fast. So he wiped them all out, except for the exception of like Orion or something. Okay. So that's basically a little brief history. Very on cool. Biathan. Are you done with Agent Carter? That's it on Agent that's Carter. That's it on Agent Carter. All right. Now it's time for uh, Books of the Week. Um, I'll go ahead and I will just say what I read, and then there's one comic that Shuck and I both have read, and um, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, the books I read this week, I read um, Batman 36 Endgame, um, which I really liked. Um, basically, it's uh, this storyline with, with Scott Schneider, who I who we really like. We have seen him. Could have got his autograph. <clears throat> but we're like, yeah, we're too good for him. He's funny. You should follow him on Instagram. Yeah, he's funny. And, and Twitter. Yeah, and Twitter. He's a um, but in this book, it starts out, you know, Superman and Wonder Woman are are have this toxin in their body that make them like the Joker. And then uh, throughout the book, Batman gets imprisoned by the Joker and he can't break free. And then um uh but yeah, so that's the way the book end was him getting ready to um, wreak havoc on Gotham with um, the members of Arkham Asylum. Um, the other book I read this week was I revisited one of the most most emotional books I think I've read. I remember reading it a long time ago, and I felt emotional then, and then I read it last night, and I was like, oh, I feel emotional still, and that's The Death of Superman, which if you've read this book, you know it's just one huge book. Well, not huge. It's just one book that is centered around the fight between Superman and Doomsday, and ultimately Doomsday wins and Superman dies <coughs> sorry more like my, a hibernation though, right? more like yeah sorry my throat's a little coarse this week <clears throat> that's why i keep coughing nasty and, weather out there yeah no kidding 
But it's supposed to be 80 here tomorrow, so if you're listening in the cold, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go park State Lake. We could. Yeah, set up a bonfire. Bonfire. Grill out. <clears throat> Take tents. Anyway. Enjoy the good old country. And then the comic that we've both read is Galactus the Origin number one. Great read. Great read. If you don't know much about Galactus, this will tell you everything about his backstory, how his original planet basically died of radi- radiation. And you had the first print. And I had the first print, yeah. Um, his home planet dies of radiation. He's the only one that survives, and he's like in this incubator where he's growing and you find out that Galactus has to feed on life or energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, um, it's just basically the backstory of Galactus. And and I got to say, Galactus is very powerful. Oh, well, we, Like, if we did a top five most powerful comic book um, characters. characters, Galactus would be top three for me. Well, I feel like this comic book. It's very good at making you understand his mindset. Yeah, yeah, like it, it helps you sympathize with him. Exactly. With him killing, um, <laughs> because his intentions, though they may be skewed to him, they make sense, and he really, in his mind, feels and, like he's doing the right thing. And let me read the last, the last page um, of, of this book. It says, "For no matter how many worlds I devour, how many civilizations I destroy, it is my destiny to one day give back to the universe mm-hmm. infinitely." More than I have ever taken from it. So speaks Galactus. When was this comic? When was this? Comic? When did this comic release? Um, nineteen eighty-three. Yep, nineteen eighty-three. So it's a great one. Yeah, it's it's a good read. I mean, it's not a valuable book or anything, but if you're wanting to understand the backstory of Galactus and it helps you sympathize with him, then you should read this book. <clears throat> Which what got us hooked on. Galactus was the Secret Wars. Yeah, him and Von Doom. Him and Von Doom. <clears throat> we'll talk about that sometime. Yeah. But we'll talk. We'll, we should have a whole episode right sometime or segment that's just Secret Wars. Or, yeah, all through the whole a thing. whole episode. We could start with book one and go through twelve. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, it could be probably a six-part series. We do book one and two. Three, you know four. what happens in Secret Wars number eight? <clears throat> yep. Uh, yes, we both own that book. <laughs> that we do. But um, give us your feedback. If that is something you guys would love to hear, we would love to hear that from you guys uh, because we want to make you happy. This is for you guys. Um, agreed? And a little heads up. That's the way from some rumors and rumblings are sounding like that's a possibility for a movie. Oh. <laughs> so. so. Um, all right. Next, we have a segment we like to call Versus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Throw it down. You want to introduce how we pick these two? Okay. First person who responded last week was Hyatt. Oh, who's Hyatt? Oh, he got the shout out last week. <laughs> who the heck is Hyatt? <laughs> <laughs> and so Hyatt, I mean, this was a very popular, lots of people. Had to oh, yeah. Up. And they've done a death battle on it. it it's, it's a very even fight, and I think that's why oh, it's yeah. suggested a lot. Yeah, and plus... They honestly mirror each other from looks, what they use, abilities. Mm-hmm. One was created to basically battle the other. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, want to start off by Deadpool? Sure. All right. How we're going to do this is we're going to say um, – we're going to talk about Deadpool's powers. Uh, both of us are. And then we're going to talk about uh, Deathstroke's powers. And then we're each going to say who we think would win, right? Right. And we'll give you a little backstory because some of you out there – might be curious about these characters right. a little bit more about their backstory. And for those who don't know about Deadpool or Wade Wilson, um, he was basically um, an experiment, I would say, for Dr. Uh, Kilgrew. Um, and, and, and the reason why he was okay with, with doing this experiment was because he wanted to get rid of his cancer, yep. if that's correct. And basically he got thrown into what's called um, the Deadpool, where they would basically place bets – um, on human lives fighting, and um, that's kind of how he got his name. And and these experiments kind of gave him all these different powers. Like he has superhuman healing factor that that is derived from Wolverine um, that allows him to regenerate damaged or destroyed areas of his cellular structure. Because he's part of the Weapon X program. <clears throat> right. And that's important because that means he can, he can reproduce severed limbs, he can reproduce uh, vital organs, like he's he's had his head shot off, 
and he's been able to regenerate. Um, and the speed that that which his healing factor works, it, it varies in direct proportion to the severity of the damage Deadpool suffers. So the harder hit he gets, the faster he'll. Mm -hmm. If I'm if I'm understanding that right. Yeah. Um, the which if he's shot in the head, I don't know how he can think about him. Yeah, because it's all mentally driven. That's yeah. that's the thing with Deadpool. Everything he has is is mentally driven. But Deadpool doesn't really follow the laws of physics in most instances. Um, he has extraordinary hand-to-hand -hand combat and is skilled in multiple unarmed combat technique combat techniques. Um, he's a master assassinationist. Um, he has his magic satchel. Yep. Um, he's smart. He outwitted Taskmaster, which no one's been able to do. First person to do that. Yep, and I'll, I'll let you talk a little bit more about Deadpool. I don't want to take all everything because I could keep going. I mean, you basically covered it. The healing factor, his stamina, strength, reflexes, and agility are all <clears throat> superhuman. Uh, blades. He's really good with blades. Yeah, which he has adamantium. Well, a special type of blade. It's not necessarily adamantium, but it stops yeah. the healing factor. Sure. So if you were to fight Wolverine. And he can shatter the fourth wall. Yeah. Which, which is, yeah, that's basically what popularized. And he's a loose cannon, so no one can really predict what his next move is going to be. And that is, is part of the advantage that takes him over Deathstroke is because Death Deathstroke, he is a uh, trained militant man, able to predict moves. He, he's very smart, very wise. Like Taskmaster. Like Taskmaster. But with someone so off the wall like Deadpool, you can't really predict uh, what he's going to do. And his first appearance was New Mutants 98, which came out in 1990. And recently he killed the entire Marvel Marvel Universe. Yeah, Colin Bunn. Yeah, Nick has autographed copies of all that. Yeah. It's a good read. We both got it. Yeah, we both Digital. got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I mean, aside from that, Deadpool is just a loose cannon. You can't really predict what he's going to be doing. Yeah, I'll let you jump on Deathstroke then since I basically dumped on uh, all right. on Deadpool. Um, Slade Wilson, age 16. He enlisted in the U.S. Army. Um, he lied. He ran away from home to get in the army. He was very, very advanced, very smart. Mm -hmm. He was one of the top soldiers in the army before he went. His procedure. sounds a lot like me. It sounds a lot like you. <laughs> Actually, what happened? <laughs> what happened to um, Deathstroke? Wade Slade Wilson was a lot like Captain America. He was getting injections to help him fight. Yeah. What was it? Um, truth serums. Yeah. Is what. Well, basically, interrogation drugs, and basically made him superhuman, almost superhuman. Right. He peaks towards the human side of, I mean, right. trace his reflexes. He thinks nine times faster than humans, regular humans. Right, because he can use so much more of his brain. He's ninety percent of his 90%. brain. Ninety percent, but he's not considered superhuman. Am no, I correct? No. He has heightened senses, reflexes, physical acumen. Um. Tactician. Yes. Very good tactician. Very good hand to hand combat. Exactly. He has a healing factor as well. Yeah. Which that which, is superhuman. Yeah, uh, but it's not nearly as evolved as Wolverines Deadpool, or Deadpools. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, before he got that serum, he was already a top soldier in the world. I mean, it's not like this serum made him something. Right. Like Captain America, where he was nothing to begin with. Right. He brought him into it. But yeah, and. He married his instructor. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah. He's hot for teacher. <laughs> who is the same one who shot out his eye. He oh. only has one eye. Right. His wife shot him in the back of the head, and that's how he lost his one eye that can't, couldn't regenerate back. Suicide style, man. Well, that's after his son had been cut or something and yeah. couldn't see or something. Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> <laughs> so he also has a sword made of Prometheum armor, which he wears a suit of armor that is healing as well. Mm -hmm. His armor gets damaged, it regenerates almost like he does. And he has a sword made of this material. And he's really fast. Very fast. He can run up to 30 miles per hour. Yeah. And it said, I mean, his there's variations as to what he can do. I mean, his reflexes mm -hmm. are off the charts. As far as humans are, he's at the peak of it, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, and there's one thing we can't forget: his Prometheum armor. Did, did you talk about that? Yeah. Oh, okay. But his his armor. I mean, his sword's made of it too. Um, he's even got gear that's so advanced that he can. I mean, he has flash grenades just for Superman. 
Right. I mean, and then it's been mentioned that he wiped out the entire DC, I mean, the Justice League, right? Yep. Uh, took on uh, Justice League by himself, which I don't know if I have much validity for that, but yeah. I could say the same thing about Deadpool killing the Marvel Universe. Because that wasn't, a lot of that was unexplained. So, are we ready? Who do you think? All right, you want to say to the count of three? Who we each think is going to win? See, I'm still flip-flopping right now. Dude. All right. All right, you're, you got your decision? All right. His last name's Wilson. It's, it's, his last name is Wilson. <laughs> his last name's Wilson. Uh, and for me, it was surprisingly even. Um, but I got to give the upper hand to Deadpool. Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Deadpool. Um, mainly because Deadpool is unpredictable. He has a way stronger healing factor. Um, now, if if um, if Slade Wilson could um, predict um, Deadpool's move, if can't. he but if he could, I would I would almost give the upper hand to him, but he can't. So the winner is Deadpool. Deadpool. See, I think Slade Wilson Deathstroke has more advanced weapons. <clears throat> He's probably a better fighter. I mean, he was the peak. He's the best fighter in American in the army at the time when he was there. Mm-hmm. So I mean. In Deadpool, he kind of got – he learned his stuff after he had – I mean, he didn't come to fame. He almost was a Captain America story right. where he came into fame after he got his powers. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Um, we are at about 35 minutes. So we got 10, 15 more minutes left. Um, but we are going on to our next segment, which is our – so far from our five responses is our listener favorite – Top five. Top five. All right. Tell them what we're doing top five for this week, Chuck. Top five most underrated comic characters. And if you followed us on Twitter or Instagram, you know that this is what we're going to talk about. Exactly. Which, if anybody can name the person that was on that Instagram picture. We'll send you a comic? We'll send you a Stanley Nickel. A Stanley Nickel? Okay. Or a Shroot Buck? Or Shroot Buck. There we go. Uh, <laughs> we'll send you some Jello with a stapler in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like off National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when she wrapped up the Jello and put the <laughs> put the cat food in it. Yeah. <laughs> this one's leaking, Mom. I don't know what it is, but I want some more. She wrapped up her dang cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So top five underrated comic book characters. You go first. All right. My number five I had, which this will probably be a surprise to a lot of people that it's on the list because he is a well-known character. Um, I said Von Doom because I feel like I don't hear enough about him. And I don't think the first Fantastic Four movie did him justice at all. Um, So, and a lot of people get their ideas of characters from the movies they've watched. Um, some a lot of people watch the comic book movies and like to think that they are comic book experts or they know a lot about comics. And for people who watched Fantastic Four and saw Von Doom, they did not see the Von Doom no. that I know. So for that reason, he's my number five underrated. Well, the thing that I think is, that's misunderstood with not only I mean in the movie, the first um, Fantastic Four, not only his physical aspects and physical abilities is kind of underplayed. But his mental aspect. In that yeah. movie, they didn't make him out to be the genius that he In the is. Secret Wars, man, prime example of the geniusness he ran, he of, ran the of, of Von Doom. Exactly. Um, okay, what's your number five? Number five, I've got Martian Manhunter. Woohoo! Yeah, that's a good one. He is from Mars. He's the last of his kind, and he kind of comes to Earth and helps Superman with everything. I don't hear much about him. You see him, and I think he's an episode. A couple. A few seasons of Smallville, mm-hmm. but... Um, Somebody! Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, really underrated. All right. My number four, um, which I think a lot of people won't be surprised that he's on um, our my list, is Mr. Fantastic himself, Reed Richards. Mm, um, the he's the nerd. He's a genius, um, and he's super stretchy. <laughs> popular with the ladies. Pop- popular with Jessica Alba. And uh, so... Yeah, so is Derek Jeter. <laughs> Who isn't uh, popular with Jessica Alba? <laughs> I mean, we almost have a hundred views on this podcast. <laughs> She's probably one of them. We're getting up there. <laughs> <laughs> She's heard stories about us. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that's my number four. Uh, my number four kind of plays off of your comic that you got this week. Good old Doomsday. Doomsday. Dude, yeah, for, Doomsday is powerful. For as powerful as he is and downright scary he is, I don't feel like he gets near enough yeah. love. I mean... And he looks so... He looks... And uh, when you hear about his abilities, he's yeah. virtually unkillable because he'll just resurrect and become invulnerable to what you killed him. So that, to me, is almost the scariest... He is the scariest thing oh, yeah. I can think of in any universe of comics that I'd face. I mean, anything could kill him, but he's always going to resurrect. And mm-hmm. he was man-made. He was genetically made from Krypton. Yep. And, I mean, that ended up backfiring like a mother on them. So, Dude, yeah. That's a good choice. I, I should have put him on my top five. You've convinced me. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Car material. <laughs> you want to buy a car, kid? I can loan you some money. Pay you on change. <laughs> Ain't got my checkbook. Mind if I pay you on change? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, my three, I had Aquaman. Mm. Um, Movie coming out. They kind of, yeah, Jason Momoa. Mm. Um, star. They, uh, you know, you kind of hear him as the the wimp of the of the Justice League, but really, you get him in water, and he's he's unstoppable. Can't <laughs> tell <laughs> so if you're saying a joke, right? you keep uh, a straight face of it. You know what? Take take what you want from it, but <laughs> well, three fourths of the Earth is water. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, that's my number. I mean, he's not gonna be swimming across the universe, but no, he's powerful. But he can uh, use his mind. Yeah, and uh, call on sharks and crap. Who do they name more? Come here, yes, some fish. Uh, name more because you can fight out of water better than. We'll leave that for another episode. Jeez, and I just kind of screamed. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Bleeding from the ears here, Chewbacca. Uh, what? All right. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number three is Man Thing. Ooh. I have giant size man thing number one. <laughs> As your number one or number one? No, 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 no. I got the you. comic I'm just, book. I'm just joshing you. You're just you're just giving me the old Joshua. Oh shucks. Ah, I see what you did there. Because your last name's Chuck. No. <laughs> yeah. So man thing, do you, uh, do you want me to go now? No, man thing. Give him a brief history. You've got man thing yeah. number one. Yeah. Uh, I don't have man thing number one. Oh, yeah, I have, I have the comic book. Uh, yeah. My number two is Man-Thing. Um, because Man-Thing, he's an elemental, magical force of nature. Um, he also exists as the guardian of the nexus of all realities. His power set is so incredible, man. He can he can silently teleport anywhere, even to alternate dimensions. Okay? He's in human brute strength. He can regenerate his form even resurrection um, and burns anyone who has fear in their heart. So isn't he um, part of some secret galactic council or something? Like he's one of some one group of them. He, well, he's deeply feared. He's a guardian, a guardian. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a guardian, but he's not very intelligent for those uh, out there. Who don't realize His subconscious, yeah. he like, he's almost primordial. He doesn't yeah. have like a conscience. He was cursed, wasn't he, whenever he went into the swamp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he right. was he was cursed to the swamp, I think. But um, a lot of people don't talk about him. He has a lot of strength, um, and he has a lot of power guarding the nexus of all reality. But he's pure. And he's pure. He, the only thing he burns is people with fear in, his, fear in their hearts. And it's not like he means to do that. No, I mean, it's That just, just happens. Sure. I mean, he's not, he's not a villain. He's almost right. like no, a... No, 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 no. Well, how'd you explain it? He's a... What kind of hero is he... He is a misunderstood hero. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll leave it at that. You're My number two. two is Taskmaster. Yeah. I mean, a guy that you don't really hear about, but has, he's pretty powerful. I mean, for him to be able to calculate anybody's move, to go yeah. toe-to-toe with the greatest fighters in the Marvel Universe. And, I mean, in Marvel, <laughs> in Deadpool versus the... Or when Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Right, he's he in there. He's actually the one paid to hunt down Deadpool and take uh-huh. him out. So, I mean, his reputation is very widespread. He's very respected. And you don't hear a lot about him. So, that's number two. Which, right. which, was, which was a failed attempt, if I remember right. It was failed. Yes. Um, which he also killed Man-Thing. Mm, Deadpool did in that. Um, my number one is Captain Marvel slash Shazam, Shazam from DC. 
you have the acronym on there? What do you mean? Like what Shazam stands for? Oh, it's human... Strength of... <laughs> strength of Zeus. Hold on. Let, yeah, Strength of Zeus. Um, uh, Shazam acronym. I feel I feel like an idiot for now. Hermes. Um, Shazam acronym. Um, but, Fighting Crownless of Achilles. Yeah, something like that. Um... Something hate. Yeah, because it means something. When he says Shazam, he transforms him. Yeah, but it's basically all the Greek, the coolest Greek dogs put together. Um, this is someone who I think has a chance to beat down Superman. Oh yeah, you would think that that oh. he would be utilized often, right? And he has the wisdom of Solomon. Yes, that's that's the other one. Um, which isn't a Greek. His dog. superpowers they're nearly infinite, but his rendership is minuscule. Um, he's just a child. He's just super powerful. He um, is. So, I think he could be one of the greats if people would allow, um, if they would, if they would utilize him more. Yeah. You know, but does but he take don't. on the maturity of a man? Um. Yes. Yeah, because he's a boy, and then he says, "Charles, I am," and so he becomes a man. Mm-hmm. Shazam, Solomon, Hercules. Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. Now, which powers is he getting from each one of those? Um, this I think it's the wisdom of Solomon. Wisdom of Solomon. It doesn't say on here. The strength, the strength of, of Hercules. Hercules. The the direction of Atlas. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the direction. He got him on Atlas. He's got a built-in GPS. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I'm looking it up, but the internet's not working. Okay, here we go. Um, Shazam. mm, Strength, speed, flight. Oh, he gets his flight from Achilles. Achilles, a flight. Isn't that right? Isn't that how he gets the... I thought his prowess was Achilles. But I thought his speed or something, his flight was from Hermes or something. Let me see. Yeah, Hermes. Hermes is the one with uh, wings on his feet. Yeah. I was thinking that was Achilles. Nah, Achilles is the one who got shot in Achilles. Right. And... Yeah, I can't. I can't oh. find it. I, I I can't take the time right now. Okay. Um, if I find it, I'll say it. But all right, you ready for my number one? What's your number one, man? My number one is Beyonder. Oh, Secret Wars, man. Secret Wars is where everything started. Did. That's what we love, man. We love the Secret Wars. That's why we always go back to it. There's so much. It's such a well-written curiosity of like yeah. what would happen if every Marvel, everybody in the Marvel universe was touched. Both you have your heroes and your villains thrown together in a planet that's made up of different planets, right? Which oh, so many possibilities. <laughs> and then you got pieces of Colorado on this planet, and you got pieces of an alien planet that have a symbiote on it. And, I mean, each one of them finds their niche on that new planet. And the Beyonder was the one who created it. The Beyonder is just, he's Boom. almost like God. In, in, I mean, in the books. at the time, most in the first Secret Wars, most powerful right. person. Which, in the second Secret Wars, that's just weird. Spider-Man teaches him how to use Pooped. the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, he's so powerful. But he doesn't, I mean, he's he's curious. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll wrap out our top five. That's it. All right. Now is time uh, for our trivia question. Our trivia question this week comes from Galactus. We want to ask you guys a question about Galactus. And um, the question is, what is the former planet Galactus is from before it uh, became destroyed by radioactivity? Um, you guys can email us your answers to rebelcomicsalliance at gmail.com or you could tweet them at, at Kalen or, or not Kalen, at uh, Rebels Comics and um, we'll let you know. We'll notify you if you are the winner. Um, and just remember to email us your answer, your name and your address so we can ship out that gift package to you. And like I said, last week's winner was Alex Brensing from Kansas. Congratulations. Congratulations, Alex. Alex. We'll be sending that out to, um, actually, 
uh, Monday. It should be it should go out Monday. Yeah. Um, so so we'll get that sent out to you. And um, a couple of gems in there. A couple of gems in there. Yeah, you're in for a treat. I, all of you guys are going to be really jealous that you didn't answer the question. That's why I need to answer this. That's week's. why you got to need. That's why you got to need to answer this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with that being said, you got any shout outs for this week? Any shout outs, man. I know people who would beg for a shout out. I've been begged to do some shout outs. <laughs> I think the shout out needs to go to our our hometown boy. Our hometown boy. Are are you referring to my cousin? Mm, that one. Would you like All to right. would you like to do the shout out? Uh I, I would have no greater pleasure than to do this shout out to a member of my own because he's a member of the family. You never go against the family. You never go against the family. Uh, this shout out is to Robert Barber. Um, he is my cousin. He has been to Comic Cons with us. He knows stuff about comics. He um, he's a lover. He's a fighter, and he's a rebel. He is a rebel. Um, so, uh, with that being said, we want to say that we do have some stuff in the works. It's kind of under wraps right now, but let's just say things are about to go big for Rebel Comics Alliance. Mm, things are going to be heating up really hot next week. All right, and that's it. And uh, remember, once a rebel, always a rebel. And rebels unite. Rebels for life. Peace out, guys. Peace.